the blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Your hosts, Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no holds barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, John Spees. And I'm your co host, Adam Spees. Today we have two contenders ready to duke it out. In one corner, we have Son of Sam Carr. Ooh. <laughs> Sam, welcome back, and remind the folks at home a little bit about you. What's up? I am Sam Carr. I'm from Fort Worth, Texas. I am one of the hosts of the currently on hiatus podcast, The Hollywood Cast Connection. Um, I also hang out with Eric Eade over there at the Priority List podcast. Did you guys know that the Son of Sam story actually relates to my name, or was that just a coincidence? That was just a coincidence. <laughs> so David Berkowitz, the neighbor's dog that was giving him the instructions from Satan, the neighbor's name was Sam Carr, spelled exactly like my name. Huh. The things you learn from Googling yourself. <laughs> I'm excited to be here and to play your game. And to maybe <laughs> not creepy at all. murder your opponent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. Perfect. Good tie-in. In the other corner, we have Kel Summer Summer Summerville. That was the worst Will Smith impression you will ever hear. Uh, Kells, introduce yourself and let the folks at home know a little bit about you. Well, thank you for that glowing introduction. Uh, I am Kel Summerville. I'm from Camden, Arkansas. I'm a Sagittarius. I like long walks in the rain. Not when it's too heavy, you know, just that light rain where mm-hmm. you might have a few speckles on this sweater uh i am representing brain ladle trivia it's a podcast for friends you know we duke it out in every trivia combat i do pretty well you should give us a listen you might do pretty well yourself and i'm very happy to be here awesome uh, i want to throw out that john and i are sagittarius as well so i think i know who i'm gonna root for <laughs> <laughs> november and december uh, I'm I'm November. He's December. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I've been told I'm a cancer, but I don't think that has anything to do with Zodiac. Oh. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> On that note, all right, folks, let's learn how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants, but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right. Gentlemen, Adam and I just recently did a a list on our other podcast, Blast from Our Past podcast, and I'm going to tie this in, and I want you two to tell me what is your favorite 80s power ballad? Oh, wow. 
I don't think of what counts. Um, I will also accept early 90s. We'll say 80s to early 90s power ballads. Okay. Power ballads. Power ballads. It's not my strong suit. Then get a new suit. I mean, they're expensive. <laughs> Sam bought one. <laughs> Sam. Sam. I don't have, I don't have Sam one. Um, it was cheap. It was from the outlet. Is well, um <laughs> is here I go again on my own a power ballad? I would. It, it kind of tugs the line, Adam. What's your what's your I mean, take on that? I put that as my number one hair metal song, and so oh, okay. I didn't give it to power ballad. Can I just I look at like... power ballads really quick so I can know? <laughs> yeah, like I, I need, need to do to the same thing. Hold on one second. I think it rocks. Just don't a little stop too believing hard. a power a power ballad. Ooh. I think it rocks too hard. Rock's too hard. Power ballad can be epic. Oh, here we go. But there's like a a rock that uh, that doesn't. When was more than a feeling from? Was that 80s? That's Boston. That's Boston. I would not qualify them for a power ballad. That's not a power ballad? It's on the I I wouldn't. Wow, these guys are struggling. Man. How about about Wanted Dead or Alive by John Bon Jovi? I'll accept that. Okay. That's going to be mine. On a steel horse I ride. On a steel horse I ride. I'm trying to okay. Cause I'm wanted. <laughs> wanted dead or alive. So hard with the singing. Yeah, this is this is this is hard. Um I'll say love hurts to get it over with. All right. Ooh, nice. Both I think good songs, but in the end, I I, I got to give it to John Bon Jovi. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have uh, Sam pick first in round one. Heck yeah. Excited about that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get it out of Kel's hands. I know he wants it. I'm going to take movies. Okay. Oh. We're supposed to be family, Sam. <laughs> Second cousins. Second cousins. See you at the reunion. We are starting in the 60s. Okay. What 1966 Western is about a coffin-dragging gunslinger and a half-breed prostitute who become embroiled in a bitter feud with a clan of Southern racists and a band of Mexican revolutionaries. This version was chained. Was chained? Mm-hmm. What What year is this again? 1966. Uh, I got that one, and I liked your hint. Thank you. Chained. wonder if that has something to do with the title or not. It sounds like one of those... Um, I'm just going to go with the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good and the bad and the ugly is incorrect. Okay. Kells, can you steal? I wish I could. Coffin Dragon. You said half-breed mm. prostitute? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Um, no, I know this, but I'm... Five point is so ridiculous. I'm going to say The Searchers. The Searchers, great film. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, incorrect. Adam, it sounded like you picked up on my clue. I did because the uh, more recent, not version, it wasn't a version really of this at all, but um, the more recent movie that you guys might know is Django a Will Smith movie called oh. Django Unchained. This one is just called what, Django. What, who? Oh, okay. Not Will Smith. Not I said Will, Will Smith. Ja- Jamie Foxx. Jamie Fox. It should have been Will Smith. <laughs> it should have been Will Smith, but he turned it down because he's an idiot. Wow. Yeah, Django, Django was the name okay. I was looking for. Yeah. All right. No points there. Kels, it is your turn to pick a category. Hmm. Let's go sports. 
sports. Your decade is the 50s. Hmm. This team won the 1955 World Series against the New York Yankees two years after they relocated. Sorry, two years before they relocated to California. The, ooh, say the Brooklyn Dodgers. Brooklyn Dodgers is correct. Nice. Oh, the Dodgers or Giants, right? Yeah, it was one <laughs> of the two. All right, Sam, what would you like? Let's go TV. Okay. And your decade is also the 50s. Come on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what late 50s Western starred, starred James Garner as the title character? He had a substantial role in Mel Gibson's 1994 remake. James Garner was, um, oh, come on, Maverick. Maverick is correct. <laughs> Thank you. I was thinking Rockford, right? That was also James Garner. I was either Rockford uh, Files. Maybe. I think that was someone else, but I don't, I don't know. Oh, well, doesn't matter now. <laughs> All right, Kells, what uh, category would you like? Mm, oh, music. Okay. And your decade is the 2000s. Oh, this is daunting. All right, this is a fairly straightforward question. The song Breakaway was performed by what solo artist? Breakaway. Not ringing any bells. Sam, you probably know this, don't you? <laughs> Poker face. I mean, it won't help me. You know it. <laughs> Breakaway. Uh, this a deep cut on the album, or is this a hit? Mm-mm, this is like a radio number one single. Really? Mm-hmm. It's not Jay-Z or Destiny's. Well, you break a break a break away. Right? That's how that went. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the original version they changed. <laughs> Close. Breakaway. Um, this is 2000s, right? Mm-hmm. No clue. I'm going to say Christina Aguilera. Christina Aguilera is incorrect. Sam, can you steal? I think so. Uh, but first, can I spread my wings and learn how to fly? Uh, I think it's Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson is correct. And break away. <laughs> this is very impressive. Mm -hmm. Your falsetto is... Amazing. That's how I won American Idol season. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sam got the steal, and you get to pick your next category. Oh, it's my turn again. Sweet. Let's go fashion. fashion. I did just buy a suit, so. Yeah. Interesting. And your decade is the 90s. Linda Evangelista. Wow, I'm going to mess this up. Linda Evangelista, Claudia Schiffer, Naomi Campbell, Kate Moss, Cindy Crawford, and Chrissy Turlington were known by what collective nickname in the 90s fashion world? How many names did you just say? Linda Evangelista, Claudia Schiffer, Naomi Campbell, Kate Moss, Cindy Crawford, and Christy Turlington. Okay. Um, I've heard this before, and I know it's rattling around in there somewhere, but I do not know if I could pull it. So I'm going to say The Ridiculous Six. The Ridiculous the Six? <laughs> Is incorrect. Kells, can you steal? I cannot, but I'll try. Uh, <laughs> um, 
Was this like known by everyone or just by Adam from the posters in his room? (laughs) (laughs) Around this time, Adam and I would have shared a room. So yeah, we did. Uh, As the Vicky six. The what? The Vicky six. The Vicky six. Yeah. Uh, the Vicky Six is also incorrect. It was much simpler than that. It was simply the Big Six. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> That's why I asked how many there was, and when you <laughs> didn't just say the number six, I knew that it had to be in the answer. Mm. All right, uh, Kels, I believe it's your turn to pick a category. Mm, let's go slang. Okay. And your decade is the '60s. If you are, quote, on the make, unquote, you are looking for a what? On the make? On the make. M-A-K-E. What was the rest of the question? You're, what? If, if the you are on the make, you mm-hmm. are looking for a what? Uh, I'm going to say a job. A job is incorrect. Sam, can you steal? That was going to be my guess, too. Um... On the make, on the make, what do you make? And what would you be looking for? Looking for a significant other? I'm going to give it to you. Technically, oh. it's you're looking for a date. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Sure. Then. I'll take it. Yeah, job Job made the most sense to me when I, because that's not a term I've ever heard before. So. <laughs> Same. On the take. I was like, oh, okay. Right. On the make. Oh. All for right. bake oven. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, it is your turn, and left we have toys and games, news and politics, literature, and food. Let's go throw one up for Mr. Adam Spees and go literature. Yeah, he's throwing it, and I'm <laughs> going to throw it right back with the 50s. Come on, man. I'm trying to <laughs> trying to be good to you here. You're killing me. <laughs> we are going to get all these 50s questions out of the way. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I often wonder how author Richard Matheson felt about the monsters in the 2007 I Am Legend film being essentially zombies when the monsters in his 1954 book were what? They were vampires. They were indeed vampires. I actually love that book. (laughs) See, I helped you out. That's awesome. Thank you. You're (laughs) welcome. And every film adaptation of it, because wasn't uh, there was a Vincent Price movie and a Charlton Heston movie that were also adapted from that book. Oh wow! Yeah, Omega Man, I think. Wild stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Gels, what would you like? Let's get some more points on that board for you. Yeah, hopefully. Let's go news and politics. Okay. All right. And your decade is the nineties. I was alive. The public has what actor to thank for the Hummer when he saw a group of Humvees drive past his movie set and was so impressed that he persistently lobbied GM to release a version to the general public? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger is correct. Yeah. Had to be Arnold. Man. <laughs> Had to be Arnold. <laughs> Adam's favorite. I saw his eyes light up when you he read is. the question. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I used to have a poster, uh, but in my single days, I had um, Terminator 1 and Terminator 2. Anywhere I moved, those were my posters above my TV because, you know, I had just a bunch of movie posters. 
And pretty much the second my girl, my then girlfriend, now wife, moved in with me, she's like, yeah, that's got to go. You can't, right. You're not keeping <laughs> you're not that. not allowed like, to have cool stuff anymore. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, Sam, looks like we have toys and games and food left. What do you want to keep for yourself? What uh, do you want to leave for Kells? I do like to eat, but let's go with toys and games. Okay. <laughs> Your decade is the 50s. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know, man. Dude. <laughs> All right, and this question is brought to us by Will Dennison. All right. Thanks, Will. What company whose name is derived from shortening a phrase that translates to play well applied for and was granted a patent for its innovative interlocking feature in 1958? 1958. Mm-hmm. Uh, play well, and you said it translates? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Lego. Lego is correct. Originally derived from the words leg got G-O-D-T, nice. which means to play well. Are they Dutch uh, or Danish? Danish. Danish. They're Danish. Got it. All right, Kells, it leaves you with food. Yay. And it's the 60s. Wow, we haven't had a single 70s or 80s question at all this round. Mentioned in Harper Lee's To Kill a Mockingbird in 1960, what confection consists of layers of light sponge and sticky pecan bourbon, uh, coconut, and peach filling, and is covered in a peach schnapps frosting. I wonder if that's what the Beatles' Penny song is really about. Dude, you got this books and Beatles. You got to have this one. (laughs) It's got to be. It only only counts if it's Andy. Um, (laughs) Just channel Andy. Read that description again. I mean, that's not my question, but I'm just, that sounds delicious. (laughs) Kels, do you want me to read it again? Yes, please. Okay. Mentioned in Harper Lee's To Kill a Mockingbird in 1960, what confection consists of layers of light sponge and sticky pecan, bourbon, coconut, and peach filling, and is covered in a peach schnapps frosting? I wonder if that's what the Beatles' Penny song was really about. So for, for anyone who listens to, like, my show, the Brian Little, Brian Little Trivia Podcast, Andy once went on a, a tangent about the song Penny Lane. And I tend to tune Andy out after he's been talking <laughs> so Especially about the Beatles. <laughs> but it's, so I almost got the lyric in my head, but I cannot. Which means I'll never I'll never tell Andy about this game. <laughs> I'll tell everybody else just not him. I'm gonna need a guess. Yeah. Um Fish pie. Did you say fish pie? Yeah. Fish pie is incorrect. Sam, can you steal? Definitely not. It sounds like a uh, like an adult Cinnabon. Not that Cinnabon they're for children, but uh, I'm gonna go with monkey bread. Monkey bread is also incorrect. Adam, do you want to crack at this? Uh, I have no clue. Um. <laughs> With the pecan thing, I first thought it was like praline, but that's certainly not it from the rest of what you're saying. Maybe like a hummingbird cake or hummingbird pie or something that was strange. I don't know. I tried to give uh, the hint with the Beatles Penny song. What's the rest of the word? What's the rest of the, the title of that song? Lane? Lane. Lane. It is a lane cake. Oh. Uh. Really? That's it really. That's so wow. Weird. 
Lame. <laughs> I mean, the question was good, but more it like was, a it lame just, cake. <laughs> yeah, more like a lame cake. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds delicious. It does. Uh, yeah. All right. That is the end of round one. Adam, what is our score going into round two? All right. With a decent lead, Sam has got 50. Kells has got 20. All right. Anything can happen in round two. We have seen people come back from even bigger de- deposits. Deposits. Deposits? De- deficit. Deficits. 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 I'm going to deposit some money. <laughs> Listen, it's been a very rough week for me. Sure. <laughs> uh, all right. So Sam got to pick first in round one. That means, Kills, you get to pick first in round two. What category do you want to give to Sam? Hmm. Well, since he's doing so well, let's, let's get on with some books. Let's go literature. Okay. And we have our first 80s question. Written in 1985 by Margaret Atwood, what novel is a portrait of a totalitarian world where the ruling class have been sterilized by environmental toxins and still fertile women are subjugated into breeding machines? Thank you, Hulu. Is that Handmaid's Tale? (laughs) Handmaid's Tale is correct. Of course it's a good award. Of course. Of course it's a TV show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Sam, what do you want to give to Kells? Let's give Kells news and politics. Okay. All right. He did well on that last time. Yeah. Your decade is the 2000s. All right. This question is brought to us by Jody Steele. Thank you, Jody. Crossing the River Thames. This pedestrian footbridge opened in London in 2000 and was quickly closed again the same day after Londoners reported the bridge swaying as they walked across. The bridge stayed closed for two years until repairs, uh, sorry, stayed closed for two years for repairs and wouldn't reopen again until 2002. Well, everybody knows the time I spent in London. Uh, <laughs> Listen to those Beatles albums. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. I'm going to say the two obvious answers for me. Both are probably wrong just because it's me with this question. But I'm going to say the Tower Bridge. The Tower Bridge is incorrect. Ooh. Sam, can you steal? Is it London Bridge? London Bridge did not fall down and is also incorrect. <laughs> All right, those are my two. I feel better. I was like, if it's not that, it's got to be. Both of those bridges are much older than 2000. That was my other thought. Uh, it, the clue in here is that it was it was supposed to be open in 2000. It is the Millennium Bridge. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. All right, no points there. And uh, Sam is picking for Kells? Or Kells, no, Kells, Kells is picking for Sam. Sam. That's yeah. what I said. That's what I said. Let's uh, give my second cousin food. Food. Thanks, Cus. <laughs> and decade is the 2000s. Originally created by a doctor in the 1970s with the release of his book, this low-carb fad diet became hugely popular in the 2000s, pushing the doctor's book to one of the 50 best-selling of all time. Atkins. Atkins is correct. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, Sorry, Kels. I'm getting the gimmies, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I got a book that's a show. I got a food that's a book. It's all over the place. <laughs> up is down. Down is up. Let's let's try and give Kells a gimme. Okay. What, what category do you want to give him? You know what, Kells? 
I'm going to give you sports. Sports. And we have our first 70s question. All right. And this question is brought to us by Jackie LaFave. All right. Thank you, Jackie. In 1976, this ice skater won gold in Austria and earned the world championship in Sweden. She became one of America's sweethearts. After her professional career, she toured with the Ice Capades and even won an Emmy for her performance in Romeo and Juliet on Ice. Sorry, Kells, I forgot figure skating was sports. <laughs> American figure skater in the 70s, too. That's like nobody. That's, you, got you got it. I see. I'm not sure of her last name. Um, sorry, Henny. Henny is incorrect. Sam, can you steal? I don't know. I don't know a lot about figure skaters. I was thinking like Nancy Kerrigan, but she was way later. So then the only one that I could even possibly name that would have been earlier would be Dorothy Hamill. Oh, my God. Dorothy Hamill is correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. You have days, Uh, man. You just have days. This is just same right. one. <laughs> Sam got the steal, and unfortunately, kills. You need to give him another category. Oh, must I? Okay. <laughs> um. Them's the rules of the game. I mean, I realize it's our game, and we could change the rules. If we <laughs> really wanted to. I mean, we're, we're mid- Yeah, we're midstream now. There's no <laughs> point. Um, Mix it up. <laughs> let's go fashion. Okay. We're going back to the fifties. This men's hairstyle was greased, combed back around the sides, and parted centrally down the back of the head. Woo. (laughs) Whoa. Hey, one more time. I wasn't expecting that. I like that part at the end. (laughs) This men's hairstyle was greased, combed back around the sides, and parted centrally down the back of the head. Woo. Woo. I think I might know this. Is it the ducktail? Ducktail is correct. Yep. Woo! Everything <laughs> Sam has gotten. I've... Oh man, oh. Kells, I have been there. I've been in a game where I swear every question the other person got, I knew the answer, and I couldn't answer a single one of my own. Yeah. It's unfortunately how the dice roll sometimes. Thank so. you for the clue. I would not have known what that was if you didn't say woo at the end of it. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see here. Sam, I'm picking Sam. for Kells now. Yep. Sam, you got to pick for Kells. Kells, um, Kells wants to answer a music question. Okay. Cool. It's going to be the 70s music. All right. This question is also brought to us by Will Dennison. Well, <laughs> so thanks, I know Will. what it's. Yeah. All right. Bear with me. This is a long winded question. The 12th and final studio album of The Beatles, Let It Be, was released in May of 1970. The original idea was a documentary and concept album with the band returning to its roots. What were both projects, the album and the film, originally, uh, sorry, what were the projects originally intended to be called? Here's a hint. The would have been title track is the final song on Let It Be. And was number one single in the U.S. and the U.K. Beatles songs. I don't know what's the last one on. <laughs> or if this song is even on, let it be. I'm going to go with it. Oh. 
I'm not going to win this game. I'm going to say Come Together. Come Together is a great song. Unfortunately, not the one I was looking for. Sam, can you steal? I don't know. Um, I have that album on vinyl somewhere, but all of the albums and the track orders get muddled up in my head, so I don't know which is actually which. But I think a good name for a documentary would be Day in the Life, so I'm going to say A Day in the Life. Day in the Life is also incorrect. I believe A Day in the Life was in Sgt. Pepper's. That sounds right. Sgt. Pepper's album. Adam, do you want to take a crack at this? Oh, I have no clue. I'm not a big Beatles <laughs> fan at all. No okay. way. Okay. Well, uh, if you're paying attention to what was going on uh, on the internet, a big documentary was just released by Peter Jackson with this same title, Get Back. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. to where you once belonged. I know that song. Uh, Kells, I believe you're picking for Sam. So you're left. We have movies and TV and toys and games. And slang? And slang. Toys and games. Okay. And we're staying in the 70s. In this 1970 board game by Parker Brothers, players compete with other players to bid on potentially valuable paintings and negotiate with other players to trade those works of art, build a portfolio, amass money, and win the game. What? Is it called... (laughs) Oh, crap. You're bidding on paintings? Mm-hmm. Is it called Art Collector? Art Collector is incorrect. Kales, can you steal? The Thomas Crown Affair. <laughs> the Thomas Crown Affair is incorrect. This game was called Masterpiece. Oh, wow. Hmm. Masterpiece. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Yeah. Uh, you should do an updated right. one where when you buy it, it shreds itself. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wins. <laughs> Except for Banksy. Uh, all right, Adam. Where are we? I'm lost. Uh, Sam is picking for Kells. Sam is picking right. for Kells. I would like to give Kells a slang question. Okay. And your decade is the 80s. All right. This question is brought to us by Jody Steele. Thank you, Jody. Thank you, Jody. Thank you. This two-word phrase used to describe a gay woman with a traditionally feminine appearance, was first used in 1982 and grew in popularity throughout the 80s and 90s. What? <laughs> Don't Can answer it, Kells. It's a trap. Can <laughs> you say that uh, uh, again? Mm-hmm. This two-word two phrase used to describe a gay woman with a traditionally feminine appearance was first used in 1982 and grew in popularity throughout the 80s and 90s. I have. Let's go. It makes no sense. And I'm ashamed for saying this, but I'm going to say a femme fatale. Sorry, say it again. Femme fatale. Femme fatale is incorrect. Sam, can you steal? Adam looks like he knows what it is. I'm yeah. super worried about saying something offensive. So that's I will, what that's why I, I will pass it to Adam <laughs> <laughs> see what he thinks it is, but I don't have an answer. 
yeah, so I guess I have a little story about what I believe is the answer. Um, when I moved to L.A., a good friend of mine is gay, and he moved uh, a year or two after I did. And so we went to this place uh, called The Abbey, which is a gay club in L.A., to, to hang out for him. He was on the prowl that night, and I was single back then, and I was looking at the dance floor and all these very kind of feminine, attractive ladies, and I was like, Dude, you think I can hit on any of them? You think any of them are here with their friends? Like, no, man, they're all lipstick lesbians. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that's what I think is the answer. Lipstick lesbian. Lipstick lesbian is the correct answer. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Wasn't going to get that. I was like, what rhymes with insert long beep sound here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Kells, we have TV and movies left. What do you want to uh, Give to Sam, and what do you want to keep for yourself? TVs for my second cousin, Sam. Okay. And the decade is the 80s again. All right. And this question is brought to us by Will Dennison. Okay. The Beatles, final answer. (laughs) Fresh off his starring role in the Happy Days spinoff, Joni Loves Chachi, Scott Baio was the star of what sitcom that ran for five seasons starting in 1984? The series followed Bale's character as a college student who served as a living nanny of two different families over the show's run. I want Charles in charge of me. So Charles in charge. Charles in charge <laughs> is correct. Of our days and our nights. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Sorry, Kels. <laughs> but hey, you what get is, the movies question. So that's what is it? That's because it's going to be something I never heard of. You, have you been paying attention this game? <laughs> All right, Adam, what's our uh, final decade going to be for Kells? In All right, the, the final decade for Kells is the 90s. Kells, who played the white man in White Man Can't Jump? <laughs> I don't even give me. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson is correct. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I was going to say Rosie Perez. I was way off. <laughs> way off. That, I had a huge crush on Rosie Perez because of that movie, because I saw that movie way younger than I should have seen it. Sure, yeah. Same, same. Yeah. Uh, all right, that is the end of round two. Adam, what is our score going into the final round? Well, uh, with a score of 30, that is for Kells, and 90 for Sam. Uh, Sam is currently in the lead, but you never know. Sam might uh, want to be, you know, another one of the highest scores of all time. <laughs> I'm already up there, right? Yeah. Adam, I have I have 100. I think I have 100. Hold on. Oh, one, two, three. Four. I got TV, fashion, sports, literature. Yep, nine, ten. I just missed put adding one. You're right. I have it on my uh, other my checklist. It's a hundo to 30. So if yeah, if Sam, if you double up, I think you'll tie Eric Eid for potentially. You might have the first and second highest scores of all time <laughs> in this game. I don't know if I want to leave it open for Kells to sneak in with a win, though, but we'll see. Right. Who knows? All right. Well, uh, since uh, Sam is leading, Sam, why don't you tell me what category would you like for the final round? Well, surprisingly, the categories that I did the best in were TV and literature. <laughs> I got both right in both rounds in literature somehow. Um you know what? I'm going to go with TV for my category. All right. Okay. And your decade is going to be the 90s. All right. And Kells, what category would you like? Maybe you can uh, stump Sam, keep him from uh, adding too much more. 
Um, we'll go sports. Sports. And it's also the 90s. All right. So based on 90s sports and 90s television, please write down your bids. I'm locked in. Locked in. And here is your 90s TV question, which is brought to you by Jody Steele. Straight to the point. Who loves orange soda? (laughs) Oh, that's good. What a good question. And your 90s sports question. November 12th, 1993 was the first pay-per-view event by what organization that has since become one of the biggest promotion companies in the world? All right. While our two contestants are thinking about their answers, I just want to say, if you are thinking at all about joining the Throwback Trivia Takedown Tournament, do it. Get a jump on it right now. You do not have much time. Uh, if you want to be part of the fun, make sure you go over to our Patreon and join at uh, patreon.com backslash throwback trivia takedown. And you can join the tournament and see if you have got what it takes to beat the best in nostalgic trivia. All right. Blah. All right. Just waiting on Sam. Yeah, I've only got one guess on that one. So I'm just going to go with my guess and I will lock in as well. All right. Kel, since you are behind, would you give us your answers to the questions? Well, for the TV question, it's true. I do, I do, I do. Who? Kel loves orange soda. <laughs> and for the sports, I, my mind uh, initially went to WWF, but they had been running pay per views for a long time. That just sounded like a date of like, a Survivor Series, but the UFC has gained a lot of traction you know, within the past, you know, ten years or so. So I went with the Ultimate Fighting UFC. All right, and Sam, what were your answers? Yeah, I was wondering if you just had a, a question that every answer was Kel, just for Kel's being on here today. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a it was a complete coincidence, but I think I had a happy coincidence. Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, Kel Mitchell loves orange soda was my answer to the first one. And um, yeah, I couldn't think on the pay-per-view one. So I actually wrote down the WWE, which would have been the WWF, but you said has become. So I didn't know if that was inferring the name change. But then when Kels was talking, they have been doing events for much longer than that. But that was my answer. All right. Uh, For the 90s TV question, who loves orange soda? Kel loves orange soda. And the sports organization that has become one of the biggest promotion companies in the world is the UFC. Nice. So, unfortunately, not really going to – well, it depends on how uh, Sam Sam bid. But Kel does get the satisfaction of knowing that he answered the last questions correctly and Sam did not. Let's find out <laughs> what the uh, bids were. Kels, what did you bid? You know me, big bucks, no whammies. So I said a full 30 piece. (laughs) All right. And Sam. I thought about going for the record, but then I thought um, I don't know enough about 90 sports. So I bet 39. All right, Adam. Mathematize it and let us know what the final score is. (laughs) Realizing his weakness in 90 sports, he bid perfectly and he squeaks by 61 to 60, Sam is the winner of the day. Two times. Two times. Right. 
Congratulations, Ooh. Sam. Gentlemen, both did a great job today. Some tough questions in there. Some very tough questions in there. For me. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> they were all pretty hard. Right? Uh, Sam, since you won, I will let you have a uh, first uh, word in uh, doing any kind of promotion or doing any shout outs. For sure. Well, I do want to say thank you to you guys. Always a good time hanging out with you and, and coming on the show. And I want everybody to go listen to Kel's show, Brain Ladle. Um, it is one of my favorite shows that comes out every week. And just real quick, shout out and thoughts and prayers to my buddy and yours, Brian McClure, who's having some work done in the next couple of weeks. Okay. So um, thoughts and prayers to you, Brian. All right, Kels. Well, I'd hate to follow such positivity with negativity, but after... <laughs> Our appearance on the Hollywood Cast Connection. I knew Adam Speeds would be getting his retribution. I didn't know it would be like this. But <laughs> nah, it, really though, man. This has been a lot of fun. It was good seeing you guys again. Nice meeting you, John. Yeah, I, this this is great. I, I had a blast. My score does not indicate that, but I had like a good time today. All right. Thank you again, gentlemen. All right, that is Adam, and I'm John, and this was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. Hey everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late-night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get.